0: Our gospel lesson comes from the gospel according to St. Luke, chapter 2, verses 1 through 20. Rise in body or in spirit as we listen to the reading of this evening's gospel lesson. In those days, a decree went out from Emperor Augustus that all the world should be registered. This was the first registration and was taken while Quirinius was governor of Syria. All went to their own towns to be registered. So they went with haste and found Mary and Joseph and the child lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known what had been told them about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds told them. But Mary treasured all these words and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, as it had been told them. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. You may be seated.
1: I want you to say three things to the person sitting next to you. One is, I can sing like that too. James is saying it, Uh, we know. Two is Merry Christmas. Three, uh, don't set me on fire tonight. It's happened. There, now we all know and love each other. Uh, On behalf of all of us here at First United Methodist Church, our, our staff from our administrative suites to our program suites, to our grounds crew, custodial crew, directors, clergy, all of us here, our kitchen crew, it is an honor to serve in ministry here at First United Methodist Church. And it is an honor and a privilege to be with you on this holiest of nights. Across our city, in this river region, spanning 14 different counties through WSFA in their viewing area, in cities across the country right this minute, from Oklahoma to Texas to California, New York, Michigan, Germany, Rwanda, in homes and on devices, in airports, in traffic jams, nursing home rooms, retirement centers, we all gather tonight for a common purpose. We all gather to proclaim heavenly peace has broken into life's darkness. This peace that came down at Christmas so long ago is the same peace that comes tonight through the majesty and mystery of Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, who is the light of the world. It is this heavenly peace that transcends our fear and our doubt, our disillusionment, our disdain. It is God's peace that unites all Christians, all Methodists, all Baptists and Presbyterians, Anglicans, Episcopalians, Catholics. It unites us all. It is God's peace that breaks the divisions of race and of gender and of class and orientation and economics and politics and cultural and internal rivalries we battle every day. God's peace rises above it all. It has come for all of us. Despite the labels and laments we place on ourselves or one another, the peace of heaven tells us we are worthy in God's sight because Christ has shattered the chains that bind and breached the darkness that lies within. And so what you and I need to decide tonight is, is very simple. Will we make room for peace within tonight? And will we practice peace around us? As the saying goes, we are all innkeepers who decide if we will make room for Christ to be laid in the mangers of our hearts. Let's do a manger assessment tonight. What's the manger of your heart like tonight? Is it cluttered? Is it callous? Too much much in it anger and jealousy and fear and enmity and indifference and materialism and and power and all the, the idols that we create for ourselves in this world and unrest itself and what I need you to do is to make some room in the manger of your heart tonight because the Prince of Heaven God's peace has come for you yes you whether you feel worthy to receive it or not The peace of Christ has come for you. And that you is plural, like from southern Israel, you all, y'all, came for y'all too. All of us. We get to prepare a manger in the church's heart as well through patience and through forgiveness and through undying hope that God is always with us. Collectively, it is time tonight to make some room in the manger of our hearts. What is your manger like tonight? Thinking about three ways that heavenly peace came into this world uh, one is, is the way that Jesus entered the world, one is uh, through whom the angel spoke, and, and then through whom the story was told. It ought to offer all of us some heavenly peace tonight. It brings me great comfort. I don't know about you, but it brings me uh, great comfort that God chose Mary to revolutionize this world. A a peasant teenage girl from a town of about 250 people, about half the size of this room, that was her hometown. People knew Mary. It comforts me to know that God chose Mary, that God sent an angel to Joseph while he was dreaming, and that dream helped protect Mary. It comforts me that the angels chosen were the ones on the night shift crew to speak to the shepherds, surrounding them with glory and a whole host of angels, long enough to tell those shepherds, get on to Bethlehem. Somehow there's peace knowing that if God can use a teenager and a blended family and and blue-collared night shift workers and an innkeeper who made a little space, if God chose to use that lot to bring in heavenly peace... What might God do through us, too? Like Mary, though, will we say, here am I, let it be? Or are we more likely to say, I'm, I'm just too busy, I, I'm too unworthy, Lord, I'm, I'm unqualified, I'm too young, I'm too old, I'm, I'm too busy, I'm too tired, I'm too complicated, I'm too content to respond to your text right now, Lord, Someone else is more ready to birth your peace into the world. Ask her, but don't ask me. If you feel that way, hey, um, unto you, Christ is being born. Christ chooses you this night to give birth to peace. Or like Joseph, are we courageous enough to do hard things in trying moments amid unprecedented circumstances, Joseph could have easily walked away from Mary and left her exposed and and shamed and exiled from her family and friends for becoming pregnant outside of marriage but Joseph stayed believing in the bigger picture of God's vision for the world despite his own fears and maybe his own shame Uh, rather than allowing Mary to be shamed rather than disavowing himself from the mission of God, Joseph stayed with great courage he stayed are we courageous enough to stay in hard things together because staying in hard things together might be where peace is is born and i know it's so easier to say no this story of god's caring for the world through human beings it's just too far fetched i'm i have too much going on i'm too established i'm too seasoned and learned and well connected to start something so revolutionary ask someone else god but not me. And so if you're here tonight, and that's the status of your manger, to you, Christ is being born. Christ chooses you to stay and protect peace. And, and like the shepherds keeping watch, are we willing to look up and look beyond our own, our own fields to journey where peace is being born in the world and to tell the world to come and see? Or is it just as easy to remain in our own fields keeping watch, saying, nah, I'm good here, managing what I can control and what I can understand, and there's no need for for me to get involved in God's transformative work. I'll, I'll do what I know and what is comfortable. Use someone else, but not me. Christ is being born for you, too, if you feel that way. Christ chooses you this night to proclaim peace beyond places of familiarity and comfort. And then there's this innkeeper, who has to ask, is there room? Is there room for this family or not? Not, you know, everyone else put up the no vacancy signs. Even the light at the Motel 6 in Bethlehem was off. It wasn't even on. No light. It would be so easy to say, I'm full enough on my own tonight. The census thing is wearing me out. I don't want to rearrange another room for a late night family, especially if she's about to deliver. You know, that's going to be an upcharge. So, why don't you all just keep on walking? I'm sure there's another room up the road. Ask that innkeeper, but not me. We do that too. And yet, to us, Christ is being born. Christ is knocking and choosing to be born in the inn of your heart. Sometimes I think it's easy to lose sight that the Christmas story is one about God's vision for the world. And it wasn't easy for that vision to become a reality, God never forced it. He, He did choose to use everyday people to make it happen. People like you and me. God continues to send peace in the world in that way. Somehow when we individualize the Christmas story, once the manger solely becomes about you and me and not all of creation, we privatize Christmas. and, And Christmas is really about peace over all the earth. Heavenly peace found in the Prince of Peace whose spirit of peace God chooses to change the world. So here's the questions. Like Mary, will we say yes to this peace? Like Joseph, will we be obedient to this peace? Like the shepherds, will we get up and go and proclaim peace? And like the innkeeper, will we make a little room for this peace? Let me tell you a story about how this is happening. Christ is being born right here through First United Methodist Church in a manger scene, that has developed over the past few months. Two years ago, uh, we were identifying readers and advent wreath lighters and candle lighters for the season, we do that every year. And the Bushman family was, uh, they were so courageous to accept that challenge. Earlier that that fall, uh, Beth and Jackie and their family who were here tonight in the balcony, they shared the wonderful news that Jack and, and Barnett would be welcoming a little brother in June, And so by the time the Advent candle lighting Sunday rolled around, only a few of us knew that baby Bo would be kissed with an extra dose of God's grace upon his arrival in this world. Bo, Bo Cephas as we know him, he has Down syndrome, but Down syndrome does not have him. The only thing that has Bo is heavenly peace. Well, at four months old, uh, Bo marched like a boss into the cardiac unit at Children's Hospital in Birmingham for open-heart surgery. And I sat with Jackie and Beth in the hospital there at Children's that day. And I realized at that point that the Bushman family is like this modern-day holy family. They've give, given birth to a, a modern version, drops of heavenly grace who needed a place to lay his head while they worked, a place for him to grow and develop where he could be safe. And they began talking about a God-sized vision for our church. And somewhere in the middle of that conversation, a doctor emerged saying, everything went really well with Bo's surgery. He is so strong. Two months later, hmm, Bo was cast as baby Jesus in the 3 p.m. Holy glow stick chaos service. And Bo reminded us, as baby Jesus, what heavenly peace looks like. 2023 has brought its challenges here, but the year began with a star that would lead us. Jackie and Beth scheduled a tour to the Rise Center in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. So our ECDC directors and the three of us, we. We piled in a car, we sandwiched in it, and off we went following a dream and a star that was shining over a manger in Tuscaloosa, now don't run too far with that image, right? I'm just kidding. There it was though, a bright star shining down on Tuscaloosa, Alabama, at the Rise Center. And so we began asking questions, what about an opportunity in Montgomery for children with Down syndrome? I wonder if grace can figure out how to make a little bit of space in a program, oh, I don't know, say one attached to a church with newly renovated rooms, the best staff anywhere, and a church known for dreaming and giving birth to God's peace in the world. Things like respite and Samaritan that help bring peace in the world. Like Mary, could we say yes? Like Joseph, would we be courageous and obedient? Like shepherds, would we get up and go and see for ourselves? And like innkeepers, would we be willing to make a little space? And so a few weeks later, Beth and Jackie arranged for the Rise Center to come down here to follow that same star, and it hovered over our ECDC. And in my head, all I could hear is For unto us has been born an opportunity to care for vulnerable children starting with both. So through monthly meetings, community involvement, educators, parents, the school board, accountants, so many, we started to make a little space in a manger. And as of tonight, our ECDC, our Early Childhood Development Center, is holding a place in each class for a non-traditional learner. Because we believe in giving children a chance We believe in giving holy families with complicated pregnancies and child... We believe in giving them a chance. So we're going to create some mangers for Christ to be born. And we're going to follow heavenly peace where it leads us. Our church became an innkeeper which said, there's room for holy families here. You know, those holy families who give birth to the closest thing about unconditional love that we can ever know. Like Bo up here in the balcony. He's been singing Gloria in Deo up here. I've heard him. I've heard him all the way from here. I've heard my man. We've made some space. We've been so easy to say no room in the inn, not tonight, but we have said while there are vulnerable children on one end of our campus and vulnerable adults on the other end, we will be an inn, a manger where God can show us what heavenly peace looks like in this world by caring for people of all... Ages, nations, races, stations, walks of life, all seasons, these doors are open to all because Christ came to bring peace to all. So I want to offer my heartfelt appreciation to the Bushmans and our school board and ECDC and especially Bo Cephas for leading the way. But I wonder where else is Christ trying to be born among us? What kind of room do we need to allow to start dreaming about heavenly peace among us? So we all have a decision to make this season. Will we declutter the mangers of our hearts? Will the ends of our soul have space for Christ to be born anew? for unto us a child was born in 2021 who happens to remind me of Jesus's mission and who will cause me to leave some things in 2023 because they don't need they don't need to be up in 2024 for God's vision to happen. So I think when I hold up my candle tonight, I don't know about you. But when I hold up my candle tonight, I'm I'm offering it as my way to make some room in here for Christ. Because there doesn't, there's no room for, for pettiness and unforgiveness and anger and resentment and tunnel vision and complacency and casual religion and anything else that, that clutters my heart. Christ is trying to gain access to the mangers within, He's trying to be born in mangers all around. Will we make room? Will we help others make room? will we follow where we are led and will heavenly peace be known through us Merry Christmas friends don't set one another on fire (laughs) except with the pyre of peace and the glow of grace for unto you and unto us Christ is being born and we will never be the same again Amen.